For the Hartford Current, I'm Mike Hammond, and this is Capital Watch. For Democrats across the state, Connecticut appears to be Joe Biden country. A new Hartford Current Sacred Heart poll found that most Democratic respondents would pick former Vice President Joe Biden to be the party's presidential nominee. The poll found significant Republican support for Biden and also revealed how Connecticut residents feel about impeachment. Stay tuned. Yeah, so um, so it's a mixed methodology. So we're conducting surveys both by phone and by um, uh, internet, by email. A lot of us follow politics, but we don't always understand how polling works. This is Michael Vigent of Great Blue Research in Glastonbury, Connecticut. I asked Michael to explain the methodology for the new Hartford Current Sacred Heart University poll, which his company conducted for us. Um, and so the goal there is you're capturing both a random sampling of your telephone folks, your Connecticut residents, which allows us to keep an eye on um, certain demographics, right? So age, income level, um, we also sample by, uh, by county and we make sure that we have a good representation of our ages in there as well. Um, with a digital methodology, you have a tendency to get some younger respondents, so that's why we do a mix of both. And we're always keeping an eye on the data to ensure that it's proportional to population contribution, meaning that when the thousand surveys are all done, it looks like Connecticut and isn't overweighted in one area or another. We don't have too many old people, we don't have too many young people. But that number, a thousand residents, is a thousand people really enough to tell what Connecticut is thinking? From a reliability standpoint, um, many times confusion is that survey data isn't reliable unless I survey the whole population. When in reality, I always joke, if your your doctor doesn't take out all of your blood to test your cholesterol, he can take a sample of it. Um, and that sample is reflective of, of all of the other blood in your body. And sampling the same way. The, the science and the math says once we reach certain numbers of completed surveys, we have certain levels of reliability. And, and, and 5% margin for error, uh, plus or minus, is typically that starting point for reliability. Um, and then the lower you get, the better. So that's why we come out we do our statewide Polls is a thousand surveys. We like that three hundred, uh, that three percent margin for error. And it also, as we start to break down the data a little. So, for example, as you break down this data by males and females, you still have five hundred completes, give or take, uh, in either one of those genders. So you now still have good reliability at the subgroup level as well. So here's what the poll found: given a choice of the four Democratic frontrunners, Joe Biden. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, and South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg. 33% of Democrats said they would vote for Biden, followed by Sanders at 19.3%, Warren at 17.8%, and Buttigieg at 11.2%. When when you when you take a look at it, you know, the first thing is it's, you know, it is asked to just registered Democrats. So, so from that standpoint, I think experience comes into play. If you're asking my personal opinion, I think it is a little surprising given, you know, all of the news around the impeachment hearings about his son and things of that nature. I think it's, it's a little surprising, but at the same token, he's, he's kind of 
been that front runner for a while. I'm actually probably a little bit more surprised that Bernie's numbers are lower. Why is that? Uh, you know, I think he was, you know, he was one of those one of those front runners as well. I just expected his numbers to be a little higher. Typically, you've seen them a little closer to one another than this go around. So, so Biden clearly has a, a bigger lead over Bernie, and he's a bit more in that, you know, that Warren Buttigieg uh, pack, if you will. Yes, I mean, he still has maintained a fairly commanding lead since we polled last time in October. That's Leslie Denardis. Leslie is the executive director of the Institute for Public Policy at Sacred Heart University and the poll's director. She isn't surprised by Joe Biden's strong showing in Connecticut. I mean, not really. I do think that he's still viewed as a, you know, as someone who's had a very long career in government and politics. And I think there's a recognition of that, of that lengthy career. And so I think voters, you know, kind of weigh that against probably more recent, you know, gaffes of his on the campaign trail. And I think, you know, he does prove to be a more, um, I think, a more centrist candidate than some of the others. And I think that also puts him in um, good stead with the voters. All four Democratic candidates defeat Trump in Connecticut in hypothetical 2020 matchups by more than 10 percentage points. When you take a look at the head-to-head, against Donald Trump, you see Bernie jump up there. So that's, to me, a little bit where I was a little surprised by the Bernie number being lower, because when you look in that, you see Bernie, eat, you know, in the getting the slight edge over Joe Biden um, in that scenario. One thing that jumped out at me, I thought this was really interesting, that almost 20 percent of Republicans said they would vote for Biden over Trump. That seems like a pretty strong statistic. Yes. No, that's a great question. Uh, I think so, too. And um, it's interesting to try to what can we infer from that? Um, Well, I think there are there are those there's that segment of the voting population that um, just don't care for Trump or his governance style or you know, perhaps the impeachment hearings could have factored into that number. So I think it could be a variety of reasons. We'd have to see how that number um, tracks over time. From from a, from a quotable standpoint, I definitely think it is alarming that, you know, 20 percent, nearly 20 percent of, of the Republican voters are suggesting they would choose a Democrat Biden over Trump. That to me is is saying that there's there's some uns, uh, uh, some unsteady some uneasiness uh, among that among that Republican constituency. Last month I went out looking for undecided voters. My first stop was Southington. I know I'm not going to vote for Trump, even though I did the first time. He's too obnoxious. He's a disgrace to the United States. I usually like to gather a wealth of information and kind of do my research because I feel like. There's so many people out there these days that don't and kind of just make a decision based off a lot of other things that aren't, you know, necessarily contributing factors. Uh, Yeah, I definitely am waiting to see how things play out because I'm not really sure which side I want to go with right now. I'm, I'm, I'm very undecided. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Joe Biden's numbers in Connecticut have dipped slightly since October. Back then, he netted 37% of Democratic voters compared with 33% now. And since then, Sanders, Warren, and Buttigieg have all made considerable gains. That is significant because when you really look at, you know, the margin for error for the poll with 1,000 people, uh, I'm getting you the exact number, but it's right around 3%, uh, 3.02%. So 
you know, generally speaking, without getting into a whole statistics um, course, you know, when you start seeing movement outside of that margin for error, uh, and and I don't, you know, when when you start to see four points, five points, you know, that's definitely outside the margin for error. But when you start seeing, you know, bigger numbers, eight, nine, ten points, that's that's pretty significant. And and again, you know, you're you're starting to see Kamala dropped out, so now some of those of those supporters are going to one of these remaining four. Uh, you still see a big number of, of unsure voters, you know, on the Democrat side who, who they like. But 15 percent unsure is a, a pretty good sized number as well. I think, uh, you know, we saw there for, for a brief moment that Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren star was rising a couple of months ago. Um, but that has since dissipated quite a bit, I think, um, as more and more details emerge about, around her specific policy proposals, I think that we've seen a decline in, in her support. Um, and I think um, maybe Sanders might be kind of moving into that space that she sort of, her, her drop has seen a concomitant, you know, rise of Bernie Sanders. So I think, I, I think this trajectory should, should probably continue. I do think Biden continues to show strong support despite some of the um, maybe flaws or misgivings about his candidacy. I do think that it's interesting if you look at the head-to-head versus Donald Trump, how Sanders has kind of edged out Joe Biden. On the subject of impeachment, the poll also found that while nearly half of all respondents say they think there's enough evidence to support impeachment, more than two-thirds do not believe the U.S. Senate will vote in favor of impeachment and remove President Donald Trump from office. Now, that might at first blush appear to be sort of somewhat of a dichotomy, but in actuality, if you if you take a close look at both of those questions, it's, a, it's possible to be of two minds with regard to this whole impeachment question. So on the one hand, um, while respondents can believe that there's enough evidence, on the other hand, they can recognize that in actuality, there, there aren't enough votes in the Senate. Now, when you look at that question, um, and, and you know, we were trying to find a balance of, of keeping the survey at a reasonable length because you don't want to run into fatigue with your, with your respondents. But honestly, you could really break that question down to will the Senate vote in favor of impeachment, articles of impeachment, yes, no, don't, no. If it's, if it's approved, do you think they'll remove him from office? Um, and so that's where we, we, we were kind of combining them a little bit um, so that it didn't just have this huge number of, yes, I think they'll vote to impeach him. I don't think they'll remove them. So that's why we kind of had the removal part in both of those questions. So... 67.5% said, I don't think the Senate will vote in favor of him and then remove him versus do you think there's enough evidence? A greater number believe, yes, there is enough evidence to support impeachment and removal of Trump from office. And that's where I think a bit more comes into play with respect to you know, the Democratic Party line saying, yeah, I do think there is enough, um, enough evidence. So that's where, you know, I would love to pull those that data, um, pull those folks who said yes, and and I and I I bet it would come up pretty pretty closely aligned, and I can verify that too if you need me. 
All right, well, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. Our executive producers are Megan Merrigan and Dan Brecklin, and our senior executive producer is Andrew Julian. I'm Mike Hammond, the host and producer of Capital Watch, which is a production of the Hartford Current Media Group. As always, stay on top of Connecticut news by visiting current.com. We'll see you next time.